Hey Aaron Church, so great to connect with you. We have come to the end of our In The Middle series and I have the amazing privilege of sharing with you today one of my favourite portions of scripture, which is found in Ezekiel chapter 37. It's another In The Middle moment, in the middle of the valley. And aren't you so glad that our God meets with us in the middle? He doesn't wait for us to have it all sorted out. He doesn't wait for me to be past my dysfunction to meet with me. He meets with me right in the middle of it all. And there's this moment where God meets with the prophet Ezekiel. He's been taken, torn from his land, living in a foreign land, oppressed by another nation. And he finds himself caught up in the spirit and taken to a vision where he sees a valley and it is filled with dry bones. The first thing to notice about this story is that it was a scene of absolute despair. It was a scene of complete chaos. It would have been abhorrent to Ezekiel as a a Hebrew priest to see bones strewn across a valley without proper burial. This would have been absolutely abhorrent to him. And God takes him into that moment of despair and asks Ezekiel a question. He says, Ezekiel, can these bones live? In the midst of that pain, in the midst of that valley, which incidentally in Hebrew, the word for valley, bekar, means to be torn, to be divided. It means uh, to be broken. Into that place of brokenness, God says, do you see hope? In fact, later in verse 11, God will say to Ezekiel, this is the nation of Israel. They say our bones are dry, our hope is gone. Now, Ezekiel, what do you say? What do you say to this situation? We live in a world of so much brokenness. Like me, I'm sure you've been shocked by the scenes of pain and racial strife and just an an evil, demonic evil that is going on around the world right now. And we have a decision. What are we as the Church of Jesus Christ going to say in the midst of these moments. I really felt God say to me that when this moment happened with Ezekiel, that God's view is, I don't want you to describe what you see. I want you to declare what I've said until what you see looks like what I have said. I don't know about you, but I so quickly look at my dry bones. I so quickly look at my imperfections. I so quickly look at the things that I don't do well. And so often I bring all of those to God. I say, God, what about this? What about this? Instead of bringing God to my situation, it is time that we stop talking about the size of our mountains to God and start talking to our mountains and our issues about the size of our God, because that's the only way that we are going to see things change in the midst of the valley, in the midst of our brokenness. And God wants to see life break out in that place. And so God says, Ezekiel, what are you going to say? And tells him to speak the word of the Lord. It's not good enough to just share our opinion. My opinion doesn't matter. It's God's opinion that matters and it's God's opinion that will bring transformation. And so God says, speak my word. There's this symbiotic relationship here between the moment that Ezekiel is in and the very beginning where where the earth is without form and void, it says in Genesis chapter one. And then God speaks and creation and the beauty uh, and the celebration of creation bursts to life. 
And here Ezekiel begins to declare, to prophesy, to preach, to declare the word of the Lord and bone comes together. He uses this amazing word there, coal, which is like the word for music. There's like this symphony of creation as God brings together the brokenness and then the earth begins to shake. But then that's not enough because there is structure now, but there's not life within the structure. And so God says, "Okay, now, Ezekiel, I want you to call on the four winds of heaven. And as you do that, then the very breath of God is going to fill this army. It's the same Hebrew word, the word ruach for spirit, for breath and for wind. And the breath of God comes rushing in. You probably watched with me in horror at the videos on 25th of May of George Floyd crying out, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. We know there was a sense of deja vu back in, back in 2014, Eric Gardner, another innocent black American, again, at the hand of police brutality cries out, I can't breathe, 11 times, I can't breathe before finally breathing his last. We live in a world that is constricted and held down and is crying out and saying we cannot breathe, whether that's the oppression of demonic racism or all kinds of other oppressions and injustices. We need to rise up as the church and to breathe out the breath of God, which is the answer that will bring life. It's not lost on me that this spark has been ignited again in the earth over Pentecost season, the time when we remember that epic moment where God breathed his spirit on what the scriptures say is all flesh and the people gathered together to hear the disciples speak in many languages. Over 16 different ethnic groups are named within the book of Acts and they join together and they hear the wonders of God being told. Could it be that now is the time again for the spirit of God to move in such a way that all of those divisions in the Bekar, in the valley, are torn down and broken down so that life can burst up in those hopeless dark and desperate places. The scriptures say in Revelation chapter seven that there will be a church of every tribe and every tongue worshiping God before the throne. Could it be that we could see in our generation a glimpse of heaven on earth? So Aaron Church, may you breathe deep the presence of God and may you breathe out the love of God to a world that is so desperate for truth. So God, as we find ourselves in the middle of this current valley, Lord, with all kinds of issues around the world, we come before you and we choose to stand in the middle and we choose to voice the word of the Lord right into the middle of the situations raging around the world. We choose to stand in the gap and we ask for forgiveness for the sins of our fathers, Lord. We ask for forgiveness for the sins of imperialism and colonialism and all that has gone before. And every time when we have chosen to turn a blind eye and not speak up, Lord God, we pray for forgiveness and we pray, God, that we would commit to use our voice to declare your opinions and we would use our prayers to call on the four winds of heaven to cause life to break out in every area of brokenness, in every area of, dis of despair, until we see heaven on earth, until we see the new world formed in the shell of the old. In Jesus' name.